Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand-select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to one of our original podcast conversations, episode number five with legendary Cutco Vector region manager, Lloyd Reagan. Lloyd has led the company's Southwest region to the number one position for the last nine consecutive years. His amazing career has been built through some incredibly difficult challenges. Lloyd is a winner in business, one of the greatest champions the Cutco world has ever seen. He's also a winner in life with a beautiful family, including his wife, Tammy, and five children, and an amazing lifestyle. Put simply, Lloyd Reagan is one of the most respected individuals anywhere. This short snippet from our original conversation details the making of Lloyd's career, including tips from his father that led him into becoming a district manager, excerpts of the incredible story of the birth of Lloyd's first daughter, Addison, and how Lloyd has managed to rise up and conquer any and all challenges. He also details some elements of the culture he's striving to build in the great Southwest region, and he shares his deep conviction in the opportunities that Vector Marketing provides for so many people. I feel like today's episode captures the essence of what the Cutco Vector culture can be for anyone. Please help spread the word about this great place to work by sharing this and other episodes of this podcast with people in your network. The podcast is available for free on just about all players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com. And you can support our sponsors by clicking on the link marked deals on the podcast homepage. Enjoy this flashback segment with Lloyd Reagan. And if you want to hear the riveting details of his entire story, you can revisit our full conversation at episode number five. When did you decide that this is something you wanted to stick with and do longer term? My dad said to me, he goes, he goes, well, you need to steal everything you can from this company. He goes, they have a success model. That's like none other. He said, you need to steal everything and take it all so that you can duplicate that someday in your own business. And he said, get everything you can from this. And, and so that's, that was my mentality throughout nearly my entire college uh, time selling cut code, working here, moving into management. I got a chance to be assistant manager, got a chance to run a couple of branch offices, which was incredible. And so it was time to kind of make that decision. And it just made sense at that time that voice in my head, my dad saying, hey, if you ever take a real job, if you ever take an hourly job, a salary job, then you will work for a paycheck the rest of your life. They said, if you build your own business, he said, you'll never go to work the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me. And 
my whole goal was to be an entrepreneur like my dad. He was by my idol, looked up to him. I saw the success that he had had and all those things. But I'd also learned through my time with Vector now being nearly, at that point, nearly five years in uh, with company, I, I learned so much more about myself and about life. It was so much more than just making money. It was so much more than just climbing to the top and making it you know, to the top. Uh, that it was even more so about making a difference than just making it to the top. There were great leaders in this company who, you know, had built these great relationships, who had all these people they had mentored, had all these things that people looked up to them for things other than just their money and their success. And that was very attractive. And I wanted to give that back. I wanted to, you know, be like them. And I started having new models, new role models, new heroes, new things that, that I hadn't been exposed to. And so this was the place I felt was the place for me. And uh, so I made a commitment to be a district manager. And I did that for several years. And uh, I thought, well, I'll see where that takes me. Now, in your early part of your career, you became a single dad. Right. Addison came into yes. your life and that yes. was a very instrumental part of your life and career. And I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about uh, the story of uh, Addison coming into your life and where that. Went. Yes. Yes. So I'd only been a district manager for about a year. So I'm just, you know, fresh out of college and uh, just at that point, just now figuring out how to run the business and uh, find some success here. And yes. So, uh, you know, to my surprise, I realized that uh, I was going to potentially be a single parent. And uh, honestly, that was uh, a shock and it was uh, a lot to take in at that moment. In addition to that, there were complications with pregnancy. Uh, We had a doctor, you know, the doctors realized that uh, there were anomalies and that, you know, our baby was going to have some disorders that could be life-threatening, that she may not survive the birth. And if she did, the complications could be severe enough that uh, there may not be much quality of life. And the doctor was even, you know, highly pressing that we should look at uh, alternatives. And uh, that was a really heavy, heavy time. Those those were decisions at my early 20s that uh, were much more difficult and heavier to, to take on than uh, my norm. Well, after obviously a dramatic birthing experience and a team of doctors and all kinds of things and a nail-biting, stressful, seven or eight-hour surgery, you know, as survived that surgery and uh, went on to go into the uh, uh, neonatal intensive care unit where she continued to fight uh, for the next six weeks. It was a crazy time, as you can imagine. This is all while you're a relatively new manager trying to run your office, manage yeah. staff. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're working late, you're going to the hospital and staying at the hospital till wee hours and, you know, trying to spend the time you can, you know, during every moment that you can uh, through the process. And then course you know through god's grace she came she she made it through and was able to come home after about six weeks uh and that's when the real reality sat in it's like wow okay now i'm raising 
a child with some complications and some special circumstances uh, and trying to run the business, you know, as a single parent. I just remember, you know, that first day loading up, taking like two hours you know, to get out of the house, to get to the office. And uh, I was like, you know what, we're going to make it, we're just going to make it happen one step in front of the next. And it was great. I have to say, I, I don't think I could have done this in any other company. There were tons of stones being thrown in terms of family and friends and judgments, but never here at Vector. Uh, nothing but support, encouragement, belief, and uh, that made a huge difference. I mean, I don't think I could have gotten through it without you know that kind of uh, people backing me. There were so many things that came about in that time of, of challenge that made me better, that made me stronger, and it made the other people around me stronger too. It's a great place to uh, to be because uh, life, business has challenges. I mean, it's great to be at a place though, where uh, you can be supported, embraced, and encouraged, and be given the help and tools and skills to get through it. And uh, and that's kind of, uh, I think that's a big part of why I'm still here today, because I'm helping a lot of other people do the same. Yeah, definitely you are. The, uh, the lesson about time management and prioritizing, I think that's something that's valuable for a lot of people, particularly a lot of young people. Yeah, you know, you have to figure out what matters the most. You have to learn how to build and develop other people so that you can, you know, not affect the support that your people need, but also not, you know, affect the support that your family needs. And so you find a way to work as a team and uh, prioritize the things that matter most, make sure that, you know, nothing falls through the cracks, but you can't do it all yourself. And my, my dad always said, if you can run the whole business yourself, you're not running a very big business. You know, so I think it really did help me to understand how to scale the business, scale your staffing, and to be able to uh, have your cake and eat it too. I think that's that's one of those early lessons we learned right at the beginning of uh, my Cutco career is here you can have your cake and eat it too. And uh, it just went on to validate that more and more every year that I've been in the business that you really can. You can have anything you want here. You can build any kind of life you want here. And, uh, and there's a way to do it. What are some of the elements of culture that you're trying to build in, in the Southwest region? What are some of the lessons that you learned that you're trying to take forward, you know, with uh, your current team, with your current people? Well, I think, you know, one of the things I do love about our business is that I think a lot of the, our philosophies and a lot of the lessons that we've either learned or experienced or, uh, or figured out throughout uh, our time here, you know, we speak from experience. So I think it gives you a lot of confidence when you are building a culture that it's not just some speech that you heard from somebody else or some book that you read that, you know, just gave you inspiration. But, you know, we live in here. And, you know, and that's what I love about Vector is that we actually preach from what we've actually experienced. And so I think the culture that I and proud of here in our region is I think we do have high expectations for ourselves and for our people. You know, I think every single person that works for vectors, it gets pushed outside of their comfort zone. I think that we can always accomplish so much more than we think we can. And so since we can accomplish more, I think there's a culture of trying to push one another to expect more and to go after more. And I think that goes both ways, not just me sharing that, but I think it's even 
my team sharing out with me. I think we, we push each other and we push each other up and we grow uh, the business together. And I, I think there's a great synergy that we have that, that focuses that way. I also think that, I also think that there's also, a, I guess, a badge of honor of taking responsibility. And so many of the people that we work with are that first start with us, I think they expect a lot of things to be handed to them. I think they feel entitled to success or that things will just work out. And I think there's a, a great uh, culture of taking responsibility, uh, of working hard, uh, of giving your best, uh, of not giving up when it gets tough, um, you know, and not giving up, not just on yourself, but not giving up on your people. And I think those are things that have really Road well for uh, for the success of our people and uh, and for who we are today and I think the the messages that we're giving to the people who are coming up in our in our business right now. What's motivating to you? Looking ahead in your career, looking ahead in your life. Well, I've been so blessed already, Dan. I mean, I, I, honestly, I mean, I feel like I've lived uh, multiple lifetimes already uh, in terms of uh, experiences and blessings and and, and things that. Uh, I've uh, had a chance to already experience in uh, in just these 32 years. You know, people ask me sometimes, they're like, you know, are you going to sell knives forever? When are you going to do something else? And, uh, you know, it's so funny because uh, when people pose that question to me, I, I have to laugh a little bit because I'm, I love what I do. I mean, I love the people that I work with. Uh, I love the 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 difference I get to make in people's lives. Uh, I love the challenges that we face and, you know, the, the racking your brain to come up with a, a better mousetrap or to come up with, you know, a better way and to uh, continue to advance and to uh, grow. And I, I, I'm still learning. I mean, you know, my dad said to steal everything, but, you know, I, I continue to learn every year. It just, you know, keeps getting better. We keep getting better. We keep learning more. And I love the people I work with. I mean, I, I just can't imagine that I can find what I have here anywhere else. We genuinely change lives and save lives. I see so many young people out there who are lost. They're in so much confusion and stress and they're overwhelmed. Uh, and there's so many pressures upon themselves and, and culture's telling them, society's telling them so many different messages of who they should be and what they should think. And, you know, they're trying to conform and they're struggling. And, you know, it's amazing to know that there's a need out there and that we have a vehicle that we get paid for that can make a difference. And, you know, if you see people drowning, you see people whose lives need saving, you can't just stay in the boat and go, I'm comfortable, I'm going to do whatever, I'm going to, you know, I've helped long enough. There's a need here. So as long as there's a need, and as long as I can continue to give back and continue to uh, help others uh, learn skills for life, learn how to make it and navigate through uh, the challenges of life and, and learn how to gain skills that can help them be better parents or better husbands and wives or better siblings or kids, whatever. I mean, you know, there's just the things that we learn here, the principles, the great people we have around us. It's, uh, it's too much to, uh, to keep. Uh, to ourselves and uh, it needs to be shared. So uh, we're going to keep doing that for as long as uh, there's a need. I think everybody needs what we've got. I think everybody needs those skills for life. I think everybody needs that, that ability to take, like you said, that knowledge through college, you know, and be able to apply it. 
You know, that's the missing piece. And I think that's the power of what uh, Vector provides. I mean, the district managers in our company, they're, they're creating opportunities for people that are changing lives and making such a big difference. I thank God every day that I'm here. I can't imagine what my life would be like had I taken a, a different path. And uh, it's been amazing. I, I met my wife here, and of course, five kids, and uh, a great, uh, you know, great lifestyle. And, and I've just got a slew of people that I work with and that I work for that I have just such a great deal of respect for. And uh, I love what I do. I, I haven't gone to work since I started with Vector. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 